We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. everyone hello hello welcome to what the loadout everyone hello hello back welcome with another loadout. episode it should be a great one we're here with homage and study as usual to talk all things call of duty and Warzone. as always though i want to remind you guys that we want to give a big big thank you to draft buff for sponsoring the loadout draft buff is a free and social fantasy esports app hosting season-long fantasy leagues for call of duty league and other esports Jay and I are doing our draft for CDL Minnesota, which was postponed until next weekend, but we will still be doing our draft at the end of the loadout today. They also have a salary style tournament open to everyone, so please come join us. Remember, draftbuff.com. The link is in the description. DraftBuff is your home for esports fantasy. And I will have you know, I now have a 2-0 record over Jay in DraftBuff. Yeah, I've been getting smoked. It's because my players are getting benched. My players, my players are getting booted. Like, every week there's something new. I want. I can't wait to see what they pull out their ass this week. So. <laughs> Uh, I think I think it's just because like my insights are clearly like so top notch. Yeah, I'm knowing That's exactly. Definitely it. <laughs> Go for definitely it. Definitely a cape. Uh, Pam, what's up? What's up? You just got out of a Warzone game, so how's your day been? Uh, I've been I've been back <laughs> on my BS, I guess. I don't know. Like I've been going to sleep at like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., waking up at like 4:30, like five in the morning. <laughs> like I'm like not sleeping like nine, ten hours. I'm like sleeping like six seven hours like it's pretty proactive if you're asking if that's what you're asking me but 4 a.m my god mm-hmm. i, don't, I could good. never do the gamer schedule thing that's just like mind-blowing to me yeah it's yeah. been this way it's, it's just been this way <laughs> like quarantine everything like that it's just been this way when it when people are sitting there like talking about like oh i don't know about this lifestyle like this is literally the lifestyle of a content creator or someone who plays video games for a living so. yep Pamaj, where did it all start for you, bro? Like, where did it all start? Like, what made you want to go and pursue your career now that you have? Dude, I was just getting my ass whooped on Model for Two Rust, like by my buddy. <laughs> like, he would we had so I uh, my buddy Nick, he would always win. Like, he knew he like he knew he was the best in the group at like sniping. 
And like we would just play Rust free for all, like first to thirty, like get a throwing knife, last kill. And like he was one of those guys that loved to just set himself up to just win, right? You know, like like hey guys, let's go play fucking zombies. You know what I mean? Like on Halo Three, I'm gonna beat you guys. Like, and we'd be fine with second place, right? And I just got fed up, so I just looked up on YouTube sniping montages, and then I found Optic Predator. Uh, but the thing that like made me latch onto that was. His gameplay and the way he made his videos were very raw. So I could learn from them very easily. They were real time. It's not like mm -hmm. a bunch of editing or anything like that. And I think what sold me on him was I heard uh, it was a band called Thousand Foot Crutch. And he used them. And I was like, mind blown. I'm like, there's no way this guy knows who Thousand Foot Crutch is. Thousand Foot Crutch is like a Christian rock band from yeah. Canada. Like, Damn. And when I heard him, like, just make montages on Call of Duty, sniping montages with it, I was, like, sold, like... And I, and I just got lost in the videos and just the deep hole of just sniping and everything. So, and, Pamash, all right, so the, it led you to this point. But what made you... Where was it a decision in your career where... Have you ever had a decision to want to go pro? Oh, to be a pro player, because everybody knows you for, like, you know, just flashy sniper, doing his thing, multi-kill feed, like, I would, you know. I would like, I mean, you tell me, man. Do you think I could, do you think I could have done it? Like, you play oh, with I, me if yeah. I sat there and, like, all if the you years actually, that I didn't snipe, right? And I just yeah. used a red gun and I just got my gunny up. Like, I didn't change sensitivities like I always told you, like, yeah. mid-match and shit like that. I stuck with one sensitivity. Do you think I could have done it? Hell yeah, because I you're telling me you're telling me that you put in so much time like, oh, 10, just to beat your friend at Modern Warfare 2 Rust. So if Dude. you're trying to get over that hump, like just the amount of time that you put into that... You could have definitely been a pro player if you asked me. Oh, dude, when I t when I first beat him the first time, he was so upset. Dude. <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like, Austin just Austin uh literally looked up YouTube montages and then he learned and then he kind of like started spinning that on me. I'm like. I just beat your ass. Like, <laughs> you're just you're actually just salty about this right now. But I mean, I don't know if like there was a certain game that like would have pushed me that way. All I know is like I wouldn't be able to do one thing. I wouldn't be I mean, I wouldn't be able to do two things at once. Like Nah, nah, you never could. Like Nate like Nate Shot had to give up like uh like Nate Shot was a sniper, right? Like and then he kind of went into it. So I would probably have to just put it down all the way up and then just and just go that way. But if there was a game, I mean, I would, I would probably say maybe BO2, yo, because I put, I played enough BO2 for ten players, yeah. you know, like just a sickening amount. Like when you thought of BO2, especially when the first game first dropped, like, like I'm, I'm pretty confident, like, and how I remembered it. The only people you saw on YouTube back then were like me and Scump, especially for Black Ops Two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, if there was one game, I. I feel like I could have done it if I just like didn't go 14 sensitivity or 12 sensitivity, whatever. Just go on. What was the sensitivity you guys use on BO2? Like, was, what was the one? I use 4-4. 4-4? If I was just yeah. on 4-4 the entire year. Maybe it could have been that one because I put so much hours into that game. And like, would you? So this is this is interesting to me though, Pam, because you didn't answer if you would have wanted to. Though. Oh like, no! Like, yeah, I would, would you have yeah, wanted hell to yeah, be a pro? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> I've always kind of felt like pros didn't mess with like YouTube content creators and snipers. And really? All. Yeah, I don't know why. I felt like <laughs> these cats always clowned us for some weird ass reason. Ah, yeah, we did clown y'all. It's just like, oh, they did it when like you know, versus a whole bunch of Billy Bob Juniors, <laughs> and then we're doing it versus the best players in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way that we looked at it. Yeah. But now you know you got my respect, big dog. I know you nasty. <laughs> I mean, you seen you seen the wages. You seen the wages. I mean, I definitely took this year to like go pursue it because when it turned to twenty twenty, like I just didn't. I don't want to. Like I I can actually say I played pubs for ten years straight. Like, and I'm cool off that. Like I don't want to feel pressured into doing that again. Yeah. I don't want to look back thinking and wishing I did more competitive stuff. And that's when I found myself playing with Proofy and all of them. A lot more because I wanted to, I, I wanted to like venture into that competitive. I'm I'm a very competitive person, and mm -hmm. it it, it kind of got taken away from me in high school because our coach and all like the, whatever the sports teams like they would not cut people just so they could be a part of it, and we could have had like, you know, eight guys 
who wanted to win and go like far, right? Who would like be ready to commit, but then like the coach wouldn't cut people and that would frustrate us. And that like kind of like just cut like the competitiveness that I really like have, like I'm a competitive guy at the end of the day. So I really like wanted to feed that competitiveness, especially this year. Um, yeah, I think I could have. So, I'm a competitive guy. I hate losing. It's not fun. Who was yep. it? You mentioned you mentioned proof. So who was the full squad? And that Jay was a part of it too. That what was your win streak you went on in Warzone a couple weeks ago? It was like tw- 18, 19. What was it? It was some wild, wild, wild. It was on Warzone accident. Yeah, it was okay, on so accident. explain. So, so the people, so the people who don't know, talk about how that started and how far you guys got and how it ended. So like it started off. It was me rated. Crim Six and Bobby plays, and then Rated was in for one dub, and then we played with Bobby for one or two, and then we were on like a two win streak, and then we got proof and stud, and then one guy came in, it was a fake Mr. Beast account, but then he challenged us. He was like, Yo, if you guys get 10 wins in a row, I'll no, five wins in a row, I'll give yeah. you guys 20 bands. I'm like, I better turn the stream on real quick. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on this. Um, so we got to five, but then Crim got an actual offer from uh, uh, from somebody in chat and they said, yo, if you guys get 10 wins in a row, I'll give you a thousand bucks. And then okay. we actually got to a thousand bucks. I mean, not a thousand. A we actually wins. got to 10 wins and then we got to, tw- and then we had, we eventually got to 12 and then Krim had to get off and then Study got off as well because he had already been playing. And then me and, it was just me and Proof who like still had the win streak going, right? And then after that, we told, we picked up Youngsters and um impact and we told them it was like yo we're on a win streak right now it's really not that important but we need you to keep the same energy that we had the entire time and like those three games like what i love about that win streak is every single person had like a very big clutch moment that like kept it going like it was one person alive like no plates you know what i'm talking about it (laughs) could have been done but I, I love that win streak because everyone had like their own like huge moments in it. And it just kept going. We didn't understand it. Like me and me and Proofy were fucking like overall like I don't know if I should be swearing, but my bad. No, you're good. You're me good. and Proofy you're good. were yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. delusionally tired. And we're just <laughs> like, yo, did we just win like 13 in a row? Not nah, 14, right? <laughs> did we just win 14? 15? <laughs> Not 16, right? It just kept going till 21. And Honestly, we could have kept going, but Impacts got shafted by leg. Um, <laughs> like, really, really bad. Just really, really bad. But it accidentally happened. I, didn't, I couldn't even believe it even happened at all. What was Wasn't it? Even really Do you guys know, it. is that the record win streak? At the time, I think it was, but I heard somebody might have beaten it. I think they could have gotten 24 in quads. Jeez, though. I'm not totally sure. I haven't seen the video. I haven't seen nothing like... As far as I know, I got the proof. <laughs> it's on my channel. I'm waiting to see their proof. I'm waiting to see all the dubs in a row. Like, maybe they did, and if they did, fucking congrats to them. You know, we had our we had our our, uh, our light in the pedestal for a little bit, and I don't mind that. All right, so Pamas, talk to me about uh, when you first joined Phase to when you departed from Phase to join Optic to the feeling of leaving Optic, then joining back to Phase. Like, what was that whole process for you? Dude, I know those I are all like those are all like breakups, dude. Like those I are know. like vividly. Those are not fun times. Like, cause ah, oh, okay. So the first time I joined, I joined Optic when I was like fourteen or fifteen years old. Uh, okay. The first time, and I got lucky. Like this, like extremely lucky. Like legitimately, uh, I made my Twitter to try and join this team. And I didn't make it on this team. It was like a little tryout, whatever. And who was leader of that team? Spratty. And I think that's funny years later going by because he didn't let me on his team like <laughs> years ago, right? But I made it a, a Twitter account called Pomage123. And I followed like, like Apostle, Predator, like Spratt and all mm-hmm. of them, whatever. And then one late night, it was just me and my buddy Dylan just playing Model for Two. And he, Apostle tweeted out, uh, playing Model for Two headquarters, message me for invite. And you could legitimately find the tweet to him on that old account, the Pomage One Two Three account. Like it's still up. I don't have the, I don't have access to it. I couldn't remember it honestly. But I, I said message gamertag Pomage, and I remember playing Strike Ground War at like 
probably like 11 at night. And then I just see Optic Apostle invited you to the game. And I was like, dude, Dylan, he just invited me. Dude, Dylan, he just invited me. Like, what do I do? What do I do? He's like, dude, join, join. And you know, like, if you guys ever have, like, those invites that just didn't work, like, on especially on Xbox 360, yeah. like, you would yeah, click yeah. accept, but it would just, like, not work. Yeah. That was, yeah. like, my biggest fear at the time. I'm like, please don't do this right now. Please don't do this right now. <laughs> so, like, I joined him. And the thing is, it was, it's insane how, like, I was not really that good prior to that but as soon as i joined that lobby like something in me like just started clicking and i just started dropping bombs like in these lobbies like and i was so nervous and i was going so hard and i was dominating right and at the end of the night he got off and before he got off he was like uh he was like yo pam check your messages and in like they started like calling me a nickname like pajama and all that shit yeah yeah here we fucking go (laughs) But um, he was like, don't say anything. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like in a little message on Xbox. Yeah, Xbox and then yeah. he sent me a friend request. I'm like, oh my God, dude, are you fucking kidding me? And then ever since then, I started like slowly getting invites from them. I started making myself available, like always down to play. You know what I mean? Always down yeah. to be their six man on Modern for Two headquarters. Um, and then I eventually joined. That's how I met. That's how I got introduced to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but he it was fucked up like he would always be as time went on like started, as soon as i started playing with him more he'd be like so so pam when are you going to join optic i'm like what the fuck are you talking about why did you <laughs> tell me that why what kind of question is that for me do you feel know. like it was just like being a tease or something yeah like don't <laughs> tell me that don't tell me that. don't get my hopes up like don't right. don't do that but like as soon as he kept saying that it started to feel like more realistic yeah. And like this was when Optic was like known as the sniping team, right? Like this is like when the op- when the Optic Pro team was like J Cat, Merc, fucking Nade Shot, and Rambo. Like yeah. that was when it was those guys. Like literally the first squad, right? Um, and like Hector, like slowly like neglected like the sniping team inside and all that, and uh, he wasn't like really paying attention. And he had this one guy, Paul who at the time wasn't really making like the best decisions like in terms of like picking editors, picking songs, picking players and all that. And because of that, FaZe was doing it right at that time. So I joined Optic, like fast forward, I joined Optic, mm-hmm. Predator got me in and all that. And I'm, 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 put, I'm pushing out episodes. Like I was still working on my job at the Marina nine to five. Like I'm like just, just playing. And then as soon as like, I would love to talk to my supervisor at my old job because I legitimately only talked about this stuff at my job. Like he must have been so upset at me or like, actually my supervisor was cool. My, my, my guy boss was cool. My, the girl boss fucking hated me. Like she hated me. Like just, oh, she did not like me. I could just feel it. You know what I mean? Just, she just like dismissive. She didn't give a shit about you talking about video no, games. No, no, like, yeah. no, like, go, go, like, it was so annoying. I don't, I don't want to think about <laughs> it. But, um, yeah. A- anyway, so, like, Paul is, like, not, like, we had a guy who wasn't doing any, like, the things right. So we're just sitting here watching FaZe do everything right. Yeah. And uh, I was doing very well on the Optic team. I was, like, that guy. And Seabass kept hitting me up. He's like, FaZe Pomage, FaZe Pomage. I'm like, I don't know about this because these guys like Predator, Apostle, Raided, Folsom, like Jewel, like they all vouched for me so hard to get on Optic that I did not want to like disrespect or fucking like just torch everything they did for me to get on that team. So like as time went on, as time went on, like Optic is kind of going like down a little bit more and more. Phase was on the up and Seabass kept hitting me up and I didn't leave until Predator was like, yo, you need to join them. Like you, oh, like, wow. I, if, so he if was he like, did, go. Yeah. If he was, if he said like, nah, bro, we can do this. Like on optic, then I would have never joined because like I had too much respect and too much like love for those guys for even putting me there. Right. But as soon as predator gave me the nod, like, it's like, yo, you need to go do that. Like, that's an opportunity. Like if I could, like if predator even told me, he's like, if I could do that, I would. Imagine phase predator, like all the way back then. I don't know if you guys like know yeah. the sniping scene or anything like that, but as soon as he told me that, but he's not going to ever leave Optic. He's Optic Predator. So as soon as he gave me the okay, I joined FaZe, left Optic the first time, 
And then as soon as I joined FaZe, I was like 16. Um, Modern Warfare 3 was still the main game. And uh, I remember putting out... I that's when I like went to work, you know, like we had a Dropbox and this Dropbox, you would put your completed video in there, your, your, like a notepad that had the description, music artist, and whatever you wanted in it. And you had to like be very proactive about it within like two, like two weeks. I had like six or seven videos. Like I put in, so I was putting in work. People were like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> and to me, I'm just like, I got another video done. Like I got another one done. I got another one done. And like, this it was is just, still all the nine to fives happening or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This nine to five is still happening. Like, you know, like the passion is burning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You couldn't take me off of the game like whatsoever. Like you'd have to. Like my mom would try to make me not. She would take my keyboard and mouse away. But I had an extra one stored in my closet, so whenever she to take it away, I would like plug it back in, start Smart editing man. on Vegas and all like that. You couldn't take me away from it. Like, nice try. I'm, I'm two steps ahead of you at least. Um, but yeah, I just like absolutely just like started killing it, and I had like a big montage come out. And what's crazy is that one big montage, like early on, it was called like Iridescent Three. It actually got leaked, like like an album or some shit like that. And it actually made me upset. And it was like kind of like a big thing in our community. It's like, yo, Iridescent 3 like got leaked. I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, like <laughs> I spent so much time on this video and it was on some random community channel. That would piss you off, no? Yeah, uh, yeah the, fact, the fact that even was even happening back then was like mind blowing, honestly. Well, I mean, for someone but, to like um, steal your thunder like that when you put so much work into something. Yeah, oh, for real. And I think it's kind of cool thinking about it now. And I, I look back at montages like they're I, it's kind of a cool way to think about it. Um, like the player is like the artist, quote unquote. And then like the editor is like the producer or engineer or whatever. And like they just hop on your clips and they try to do you justice. You know what I mean? Like montages are legitimately like mixtapes in a way. Nah, you, know what I mean? sure. you spend all this time getting these raw clips and everything. And then you just throw it together in a video. And that's what it is. Right. Um. I think it's a cool way of thinking back, back at it now. I definitely didn't think that way when I was doing it. I was just doing it to do it. I am but, sure. Um, what was I getting out here? What now was the original on, question here? Now you're on phase. I'm, I'm in phase the first yeah. time. Yeah. Time goes on. BO2 mm-hmm. happens. Uh, BO2 happens. I remember I drove to Toronto. I had to get my mom to drive me to Toronto. I'm like, Mom, I got to get this game. Like, I got... I got hit up Craigslist or uh, Kijiji, that's called here in Canada, and I found a Black Ops 2 copy like a week before, 200 bucks. I'm like, Mom, we got to go to Toronto. And at, it was like, at, a, at this point, was she starting to kind of like get that this was a real thing? No, or no, no. She no, was no, still no, taking no. the not keyboard? Yet. <laughs> not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. It wasn't until like, I don't know, like it was on, it was all like her PayPal. So like until she started seeing like more money come in, right? Yeah. Like, oh, as time went on, then she started, like, feeling like, oh, shit, like, this guy's paying, he's paying his own internet bill now. He's, like, in grade 10, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he can do it. He might be all right. Yeah. Um, BO2 happens. I go get the game, and I fucking, like, spend so much time making the first Black Ops 2 montage. And I remember, like, I think this is really dope, because, you know how I told you guys Sprat didn't let yeah. me on his team? Spratty. So spratty the wizard the man <laughs> he's literally like me across the pond but he's british like i'm him i'm him canadian form across the pond you know what i mean like we're, <laughs> we're literally like the same person um but i think it's dope to to look back at he uploaded that montage for me on the phase clan channel because uh, if you're from the uk their time zone is different and the embargo is much different so you can get away with uploading it earlier so he uploaded my first the first Black Ops Two sniper montage, and that has like seven point like five million views now or some shit like that. And that being the first to do something at the beginning of a game is so so important. Ah, for sure. So important because no one cares about the old CODs, especially when a new one drops. Mm-hmm. If you can be someone who is good at a, the game right off the rip, you're going to get you're going to blow up. You're going to get people looking at you you're gonna see numbers and you got the thing is as soon as you get that one chance like you can't you can't like take a break 
you shouldn't take a break because right. the minute you take a break, like someone else is not taking a break. You're just trying to take your spot. Like, like if you go to sleep for nine hours, somebody else is up for those nine hours. Like just, yeah, for sure. you know, right. like trying to beat you on the race. Right. So that happened. And I just, I told it, it all kind of like blew up as soon as I told myself I wanted a new year's resolution to just upload every single day. And I think I uploaded every single day from then on for like three or four years straight. Like I didn't yeah. miss like, like it's all it's all like i lived and breathed and i just knew right there's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner bet online nascar is back and bet online has hundreds of other games events and sports to get it on you can still bet on simulated nfl nba and ufc events 24 7 or you can participate in a ten thousand dollar madden bracket challenge a march madness style nfl simulation tournament you can enter for free and live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Uh, so I'm in phase, and then kind of time goes on a little bit. I have like 50 plus uploads on the FaZe Clan channel. I have like these big videos. Like, I still think I have like, I think I still might have like the most uploads on the FaZe Clan channel, like as a singular player. I like to this day, I think, because all those old videos, like, they just add up. So I had all those videos, right? And I spent a long time on like this one video called The Catalyst 2, like nine months of recording. And I wanted it. It sucks because Predator, he would always egg me on. He was like, uh, he was very uh, competitive wise. He was like, yeah, I got a montage of my own on my own channel though. And it's got like 100,000 likes on it. Like it's got like 5 million views. But he was yeah. like, it's on my channel, right? I'm like, fuck, dude, he's got that on me. Fuck. So I wanted it. I wanted the Catalyst 2 on my channel because I felt like I deserved it. And because I, I give and phase all these uploads at the time, like on their channel. I just wanted one on my own. And they weren't agreeing with that at the time. Leadership was very different back then. Like Seabass was like the main guy. Like Banks wasn't really in the space. Like Temper wasn't really like. It was Seabass making the calls at the time. Yeah. And looking back at it now, like it, it was over a video. Like leaving, and it's like you know we're teenagers, like kids at the time still. Um, but yeah, I like it just became this thing like to just like I just decided to leave. I was like, I want this on my own channel. Like I feel like I deserve it, and. I decided to go solo after that as well. So I uploaded it. And the thing is, I wish I could have stayed on social media like as that happened. Because as soon as I dropped that video, I left phase and I didn't look at Twitter. I didn't look at nothing. And I didn't get to like take it in. Like all the time I spent on that video, I didn't get to like read the tweets. Yeah. Like like people tweeting at me like, yo, sick video. I didn't get to like appreciate that. And it fucking kind of sucks because I made it all about just me leaving. And I fucking wish I never did that. Um, looking back at it now, just like trying to appreciate that moment, right? For sure. So left phase, I'm solo. I'm like out of high school. Like as soon as I graduated, I went back home and I made like a daytage. Like I just started recording more. Like I was just started editing and shit like that. I think I called it like after high school daytage. Like I just played like five hours and I just threw together this crazy ass little little daytage and I just like went to sleep. And then I, to me, like after high school, that's that's kind of like when the fire like kind of felt like it kind of got lit under me because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't apply to any colleges. I didn't apply to like any universities. Like I didn't do any of that. That wasn't on my mind. Like, I mean, that's a tough moment I already in your knew. life too. Like, yeah. Like I didn't even know where to start. Like people are like applying. All my friends are talking about it. I'm just sitting here like that, like none of that crossed my mind. Like I already yeah. knew what I wanted to do. Like I, I knew this opportunity was like too good. Like this is all I ever wanted to do. Like, I, I manifested it. I, I just talked about it so much beforehand. Like, it's just, I had it. You know what I mean? And I still have it. And I think that's fucking insane to this day. So I'm solo by myself. And the thing is, after high school, like that, during that summer, as we just graduated, I kind of felt like a little weird because all of my friends are going to school. They're all been like, yo, I'm going to go to college. Like, they're going to Toronto, mm -hmm. like London, Ontario. Like, they're going everywhere, right? And I wasn't talking about that. I, I didn't want to be that friend that they all came back to their hometown and, you know, I'm just like stuck in my hometown. So there. I like, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to be that. I didn't want that. 
So I literally just like looked up. I wanted to go to Vancouver. So I just like lived in Vancouver, like straight out of high school, like for six, seven, eight months. And my brothers were living there and we had to move back eventually because they couldn't find jobs there. And we only had it for like six or seven months. And uh, that's when the talks with Hector started coming in like, yo, scuff house. I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And I had always wanted to join like a team house and all that. And it's just, I had, I had already loved the, like what optic was doing in the 60, 50 house, like prior, like I love all those guys. And to live with those guys was fucking, ah, like, you know, like Hitch talks about it. He's like, it makes me so mad. Like thinking about those times because they were such good times, like just such good fucking memories and good times. And you don't want it to have a squandered by infinite or anything like that. You don't want that to ruin it for you, but it's a bittersweet thing. And that's how that started to, for me to join optic back. And then, yeah. And then the infinite thing happened and it just, I just knew this wasn't even the same team. Like yeah. Hector wasn't making the calls. I was like, okay, like I got to look out for myself real quick. Like it has to happen. Like everyone now, now look where everyone is. Like, yeah, Maniac on Florida Mountaineers is the yeah. sub. Yeah, the sub, bro. Yeah. You got Bose the the hand, you're breaking the dick. You got <laughs> Bose is the sixth or seventh man on Huntsman. Yeah. Um, well, it's weird. I feel like there's so many moments in our, our lives where it's so good. And it, maybe you do realize in the moment how good it is. Or maybe sometimes you don't. But then after the fact, you look back and you're just like, wow. That was like... That was amazing, right? Like, so last year for the Black Ops 4 season was was just the fucking best. I had so yeah. much fun. And I look back at it now and I'm like, damn, like I appreciated the hell out of it. But I kind of wish I'd appreciated it more because uh, it was just so great. But, I mean, all you can do is move forward from that. But Yeah. I feel like no, everyone no, kind of has being those salty. times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I do miss seeing you every day, Jay. Yeah, I'm gonna see you two K. But right never, there. never nameless driving ever again. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so Pam, so you basically are on Optic Gaming, and then eventually yeah. the whole thing with Infinity happens. Like, what was the feeling like knowing that you were going back to Phase? Like, I know it wasn't basically where it all started, mm-hmm. but it's just like I know it's gotta feel like I'm home. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, not to sound too dramatic, but I think World War II was like that year. Like, it's kind of weird. I don't know if you guys do the same thing. Maybe study does it. But yeah. I don't think of my years as like 2011, 2012, 2013. I think of my years as like Call of Duty goes, Call of Duty, yeah, Black, yeah, Ops yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4, World War II. <laughs> so like World War II was like easily like probably the worst year of my life. Yo, that year just fucking is imprinted like just life was just shit and optic going downhill was definitely a part of that like yeah it just wasn't mm-hmm. a good time uh damn bro fuck just <laughs> mad just think about it man um it's all right though. i don't know here. all i know like so i started coming back home more and not being in texas because I, I had lost some family members too and like i lost my therapy dog that year and i just wanted to be home more and i found myself talking with Seabass more. Um, and we actually like met up like, so there's this place called Kitabala here. That's like 30, four, 30 minutes. And this place is, uh, it's open every Tuesday and all these buses from like the area from Muskoka, you hop on a bus and you go to this one spot called Kitabala and you just get, it's just, you just get drunk. And you just meet everyone and anyone. Yeah. And I met Seabass there. And he was like, yo, hit me up. Like, let's go to Kitabala. I'm like, you know to Kitabala? Let's go. Hell yeah. So it kind of just became more of an idea. Like when BO4 was like coming around, I'm like, yo, BO4 is going to be a fucking good year, bro. And then he started talking about the Toronto house. And then it just started feeling more right. And I didn't want, I don't, I hate, I hate the, um, I know it's just trolling, but like when people say like, "Oh, he's going to jo- join Optic or Phase again," like, like motherfucker, like you couldn't join it once, and I could go back and forth, back and forth. Like that's what happens when you're valuable, and that's what happens yeah. when you're 
someone in the space. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and it's funny because both teams said, as soon as you leave, you can't join back. And that was what they said the first time I left. And I think it's kind of dope that I could have, that I did come back to both teams. And, and I, I really appreciate that there's no bad blood between either teams either. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I did the podcast with Hector, like as soon as I left Optic and I know that was, that was a, that was a tearjerker, like kind of just after it happened. Cause literally as soon as I got done with that podcast, my mom had, had taken a plane to Texas just for me to get an Uber uh, so she can go to my apartment. And then we just drove for a day and a half straight from Texas all the way back to Perry Sound. Oh, wow. Like, and she helped me do the drive. And wow. I, like, we literally like started the drive after that podcast. That's a um, lot. And as soon as, yeah, it was like the drive from the podcast. And it's just, we stopped at the Toronto house. Like, that it was like that quick of a transition. Like one day I was in a podcast and I made my tweet. I remember like making the tweet, like I had the laptop. I hadn't left optic yet. I hadn't had any of that. And I had my laptop and like, I had the tweet. I had the tweet opened up, had it all typed out. I had my video already done. And we had to stop at, um, I actually had to use my data on my phone. I had to use a hotspot like an hour <laughs> yeah. before the an hour before the border and i remember just like kind of like honestly having like an anxiety for you like this is you feel it like when those big when those moments in your life happen mm -hmm. you feel yeah you, you feel you the moment what and you're it's about like, to do. yeah yeah and the, the thing is like with, especially with the internet and social media nowadays you 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 get to like capture it honestly and you get to seize the moment and you like understand it more as time goes on so i was like talking to my mom like and i'm just looking at the tweet and it took me like 20 minutes to click tweet and click upload public and it's because mm -hmm. like i knew it was just a different time of my life about to happen as soon as i click this button and yeah. that's kind of fucking insane to a life-changing moment just as soon as you click this button like a tweet goes out you can't take it back it is what it is right yeah. um so yeah, that's that's how I ended up on phase the second time. And I mean, it did feel like, yeah, this is where I should be. And this is where I'm going to be like for as long as I know, like until they kick me, if that <laughs> ever fucking happens. And I would be very, 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 very fucking distraught and absolutely <laughs> upset if they ever did that. I don't think they will, though. I think, ah, yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty cemented into the, yeah, you got into the, the history. You got the chain? I got, I got yeah, the chain. Yeah, if you got the chain, you good, bro. I got the chain. I got the chain. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all right with it. So how's how's mom now? All this time later, and after all these things, helping you drive back, everything. How is she about it now? Oh, she's she just wants me to be happy like that. She just wants she just she knows like this is all I've like really wanted and anything more that I do with it outside of like videos like to help my family or like to help you know kids in my community or like tell my yeah. brothers like I feel very very fortunate that I can like yo do you need like can I help you with that and like I can make something happen and I can help them um and I think now like um now I'm just kind of like focused on just helping others like I think that's one of like the greatest feelings like is putting people on like yeah. because I know I know what it's like to blow up I know what it's like to like to live through that and to kind of like recognize it but the thing is you can't think about it you really can't think about it you can't get caught up in it as you're doing it because you're too busy doing it right mm -hmm. like because and it's and I'm glad I, I I recognize that now because the amount of other like content creators and snipers back then uh that come back that have come back especially quarantine like as soon as quarantine like happened they were like oh i miss those days you know what i mean like i miss bo2 i miss like all those days like me i don't absolutely not because i was completely involved like i was just so like tunnel visioned into that and i would not i would not there's nothing on those games that i would ever like wish i did again yeah you know and they all do they all wish they could relive that i don't and that made me realize, like, you got, you, you really have no choice but to just not think about it. You got to, like, 
love it and just just appreciate it like especially in the moment because you're gonna look we're gonna look back at warzone a year or two from or a year or two from now like we're gonna be like damn warzone was fire yo we're gonna look back yeah. at like the yeah. dub the wind street you know what i mean like waking up early you know what i mean like grilling lou dab you know what i mean like <laughs> we're gonna look back at this yeah. and be like damn warzone is fire so like i'm very much in the moment i'm very much appreciative of it and i think Helping people is one of the greatest feelings ever, and especially yeah. to see them thrive it from is. from scratch. Like, I have I, in my in my head, I have two, I have two. I quote unquote. Everyone has like seeds, right? You know what I mean? Like, you have like somebody you like, kind of like, yeah, you, you kind of like little brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, te Testy, uh, uh, he started playing with us in Black Ops Three, right? He didn't know a speck of English. He had to learn English through us and on the side just to talk to us. Oh, wow. And he wanted to join FaZe so, so much. And he manifested that within like two and a half years. So to see him go from there to, to where he is now, you know what I mean? Like just absolutely killing it is yeah. you just, it makes you happy. Right. Yeah, that's like straight up into, so Tessie is definitely one of them and, and Swag swag i met him last year and we just like we played with each other like all of bo4 and immediately when i first met him yo like it was do texas you get, like a sixth sense about someone when you meet him ever absolutely absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. it's just a it's just a feeling and it's just mm -hmm. like yeah I, I i don't know it's just it's it's just a good feeling you get about them and you just know they have a good head on their shoulders and you know like with those two like i'll do I'll help those guys in any way I can. You know what I mean? Like, and the thing is with people, when they're, when they're the right person, you, like 99% of the time, you don't really have to help them too much because yeah. initiative goes like the longest way. People don't understand that. Like the, like, especially with graphic designers, like it's, if I don't, if you just, if you have the passion to just like do something without being asked, that alone separates you from the crowd so fucking much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I have an editor that's like, yo, I got this video for you. Check it out. I'm like, I didn't ask you to do that. But you like this, try to put yourself in their shoes. That's all they were thinking about. Yeah. Right. right. And they didn't ask your permission to do it. They didn't ask you like, yo, should I do this? No. You just went and did it regardless mm -hmm. because you wanted to, right? And whether it's yes or no, like the initiative part is one of the initiative goes the furthest way. And uh, I think I told Swag last year, I was like, the thing with FaZe, like you got to make FaZe want you. If you, if you want to, if you want to join, the thing is you got to work so hard to get to a point where we would rather see you on our team than any other team. Mm -hmm. And we would feel like we fucked up and we missed out if you're on another team. And that's how I felt with Testy. And the thing is, I wasn't even on phase. Like when, te like when Testy was, I was in the optic house. Yeah. And I knew I, I, I knew I wanted to just put this guy on. Like he had like 20,000 or less subs like at the beginning of BO3. And all I, I, all I did was just, like, yo, check this guy out. Like, this guy lives and breathes this shit. And I think about this a lot. I had, like, 38 days on BO3 by the end of that year. Sprat had 64, 68. Tessie had over 100 days. Oh, damn, that's different. So yeah. I think back at that a lot, and I'm like, damn. tell me this guy doesn't deserve this shit. Yeah. He learned English, too, from scratch. He didn't know how to speak to us. And it, it's That's funny because he loves telling us about that. He's like, yo, I didn't know how to speak. I didn't know how to speak to you guys back then. <laughs> and it's funny to hear him say, like, you know, I was nervous to talk to you guys. Like, I didn't want to yeah. talk. I didn't want to say anything out of line to think, oh, I don't want to fuck with this guy no more. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought the exact same way when Apostle invited me, right? And because I, I didn't want to say anything fucked up. I didn't want to be like, oh, maybe this guy's weird or some shit like that. Maybe he's a fanboy or something like that. I didn't want to torch that. I, like that's what's going on in your head at the time but mm -hmm. nothing's gonna nothing's gonna happen to you you know like you're you're in the right spot you're at the right time you're around the right people and that's a that's a big thing about putting yourself out there on the internet 
sure th- things just things just happen you know like you kind of just think damn i can't believe like i can't believe like he he saw my tweet you know yeah. what i mean uh-huh. like yeah. and the thing like is J. Like, Smith for me bro like playing with jr smith is just like facts wow. brother facts wow. dude that shit's insane that's yeah. just it's jr smith <laughs> you think you've drank more Hennessy than him, Sadi? Yeah, I definitely drink more Hennessy than Jr. Smith. It's funny thing. I he think he told me he didn't drink it. It's funny thing. It's all good more though. Times. Oh, I love Amazing. that. Well, Pam, that's a wild ride, my guy. So to to close things out with you before we can let you go, um, what do you? So do you have any plans right now? Do you have anything you're working on right now that you want to share, or are you just kind of kicking it, hanging out, setting crazy win streaks on Warzone? Um. Nah, just kind of getting back into the daily content grind and just, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just kind of. The stew, the stew. Yeah, the <laughs> stew. Yeah, I mean, definitely like when B- when Black Ops 4 was happening and World War 2 was happening, like, I kind of felt like downtime. Like, and I think something that I, that people don't understand with when you play video games for a living you need something that takes you away from that because yeah. I think for right. everyone, I think for you guys as well, like before this became your living, this was your getaway. Yeah, so oh, for sure. Yeah. What do you do when you, this is no longer your getaway? And that was a big thing that I personally struggled with. And that's what kind of pushed me towards more music. And the thing is it lined up too well because like some of my videos were getting flagged by like uh, some of the background music, like the artists that I was, using on the videos and i was like fucking with my money and it just it just kept pushing me towards that direction Mm -hmm. and it was like very very like it's not even a coincidence anymore like it's you you start to know like this is what you're supposed to do and i think you guys i think you guys definitely like how did you guys end up here you know what i mean like yeah sure i'm sure you guys don't even think about things as coincidences anymore you know what i mean like you look back at it like yeah this is supposed to happen you're in the right spot at the right time you just feel it. It's a, it's a feeling thing. That's why I just I tell anyone just do your passion for a living. And it sounds corny, but like I've this is how I've lived for ten years since I'm fourteen, and I'm twenty four now, and this is all I know. And that's all I would tell anyone else to do. Well, there you have it, folks. I love that though, Pam. Uh, I'm excited to see what you do. I'm excited. I'm sure you'll carry me to some more wins soon enough <laughs> in Warzone, along with study. But thank you so that's what much. We do. For, uh, for joining us on The Loadout. Um, this was great. You uh, are released now. Feel free to go. I don't know if you're going to stream, if you're going to kick it. Let's go! Gonna Let's get some dubs! <laughs> you're going to say if you're going to get back on Warzone. Um, but seriously, Pam, Thanks thank you so me. much. Uh, we really appreciate it. And now, guys, Jay and I do need to go ahead and do our, uh, our draft buff picks for CDL Minnesota. So let me go ahead and move Jay's camera over and then we can get started so I can whoop your ass for the third time in a row. (laughs) Oh, well, honestly, I think I put a lot more homework into this. this (laughs) Did you? Did you? (laughs) Hopefully, you know, none of my players get benched. I'm pretty much choosing like guaranteed players that shouldn't go anywhere. So, okay. So just so you guys know, if you want, there should be in chat. Uh, a link to the draft buff for CDL Minnesota. Once again, uh, CDL Minnesota has been postponed until next weekend. It will not be this weekend, but we are doing our draft buff picks anyway. Um, so do you want to go first or would you would you like to hear how I'm going to kick yep, your ass? I'll out? go first. Right <laughs> off the rip. I'm going first. Okay. okay? At the AR position, I'm choosing formal. Oh, well, so am I. So fuck you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is not really off to a great start then, huh? All right. So let's move down a section. For my flex, I'm oh. choosing Priesta. Okay, seriously? Jay, really? You hacking my phone or something over there? Woman? What you doing? Wait, I did us a formal and Priesta too. So you're learning from my success is what I'm getting from this. Uh-huh. Yup. As my main SMG, I'm picking the Ginger Ninja Scump. Oh, okay, I went with Shotzi. I went with Shotzi. All okay, right. cool. All right, we have to be a little different. All right, so we got Scum. I'm going with Shotzi. Who's who's your f- first uh, utility? My first utility is going to be Crim6. Okay, so we're back on the same pattern. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I picked Krim too. All right, all right. So our only difference right now, folks, is Skump and Shotzi. Okay, so who's your fifth? My fifth to round it all out is going to be a seam. Oh from my Minnesota. god! Jay, deadass! Do you fucking copy me for this whole thing? Are you hacking dog? Like, what are no. you doing, Kate? I don't even know if you can see my phone screen right now. You That's definitely lit. can't see mine, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so like, we went with the Shotzi exact same Skull. team. Okay, yeah, so it's Scum for Shotzi. Yes. <laughs> All right, bet. I'm Wait, with and that. Munch is saying five gifted against both of you. I'll beat both of you, Munch. I'm not giving you five gifting. No way. Yeah, yeah, you're trash, bro. Sorry. You can get five gifted whichever one of us wins. How about yeah. that? <laughs> oh, that's so fun. But you can see it there, folks. The link is in the chat. So do sign up with us. You heard ours. Once again, if you missed it, ours are formal Priesta, Shotzi, Asim, and Crim6, and Jay's exact same, but Scump instead of Shotzi for his SMG role. So it should be good. We will find that out not this weekend, but next weekend for CDL Minnesota. And once again, thank you so, so much for joining us here on The Loadout. It will go up on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, the whole shebang. We will get that up for you as soon as we can. So that if you miss it, you can take note of the entire uh, in interview with Pamash. Um, but yep. yeah, so we will see you guys. Uh, Jay, are you going to go back and start streaming after this? or? Yep, I'm going to be playing with, with Pamash. So. Well, perfect then. If you guys want to see Pam, if you want to see Jay, uh, please do, do go tune into their channels because they will be streaming after this. And we will catch you guys later. Sugar Ray Leonard. Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.